News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, the Minister for Further and Higher Education, Simon Harris, has welcomed the publication of the 2023 National Skills Bulletin. Uh, he joins us now. Uh, Minister, is, is the National Skills Bulletin, is it effectively an audit of our skills in the country? Good morning, Shane. Yes, that's effectively what it is. And it's also maybe a to-do list, uh, an indication and highlighting where we need to train and educate more people um, in the year ahead. It's published every year and it's, I guess it's our to-do list uh, in terms of the steps we need to take to make sure we can meet the skills needs of our country. So what is on our to-do list then? Well, the good news on one level is a lot of it won't come as a surprise and a lot of it are areas in which we have a plan and are making progress. Um, It very clearly identifies science and engineering construction, uh, health and social care, transport, logistics, hospitality and ICT. And these are the main kind of headline areas where it believes we need more people. Now, the encouraging news and I suppose the purpose of the bulletin is to make sure that your education partners come together and respond to that. The encouraging news is we are now seeing a very significant increase and expansion of training places in many of these areas. And figures I've just received this morning show, for example, that apprenticeship applications are up 8% year on year. 8-0, And further education and training is up 15% uh, on last year. And what does that mean? Well, it means a lot more people are doing apprenticeships in key areas that the report identifies, like plumbing, uh, carpentry, uh, civil engineering apprenticeships as well. And I suppose when it comes to healthcare, uh, this is the year that myself and the Minister for Health put in place a plan to very significantly increase the number of medical and nursing places in Ireland. And from next September, we'll be training people on an all-island basis uh, when it comes to medicine as well for the first time ever in the history of our country. Yeah, actually, we were talking earlier on the show about the lack of ICU beds uh, in this country. And, and the government obviously has plans to grow that. But yes. one of the key impediments, uh, our guest was saying, uh, is that we just can't get staff to, to staff those ICU beds. Well, that's it. And of course, and I was listening to Catherine Motherway on on this earlier, one of the leaders in this area. I mean, there there are, of course, lots of challenges when it comes to recruitment and retention. But an area where I can practically help is making sure that in the first instance, we're training enough people in Ireland. So this was the first year in many years that the points you required to study medicine actually fell. And that's as a direct result of the fact that we expanded medicine places in Ireland by 60 uh, this year and 60 Mm. last year. Um, So I suppose what the bulletin is, is a very healthy stock check. Uh, that we publish every year and, and really, I suppose, encourages us to focus our investment on the areas that we need because th- this is the success of, of full employment. If you have a country where more people than ever before are working, where very few people are unemployed, well, what do you do next? And I suppose practically you do two things. You try and encourage young people to go into the areas where there are going to be well-paid jobs now and into the future where we need them. And secondly, you try and help people who are maybe already in employment upskill and reskill and perhaps move to better paid and more secure jobs too. And that's what the bulletin helps address us, uh, direct us in. Yeah, funny, I was talking to somebody yesterday about the the apprenticeship thing and and their argument was we've made progress there, but that there is still a kind of a snobbery in this country about apprenticeships. Is that changing, do you think? Or is it changing fast enough? 
Well, there's no doubt that there has been an elitist attitude to third level options in this country for a long time. I mean, we should be extraordinarily proud of the fact that more people than ever before are going to university. These are good things. However, they're, they're also resulting in other challenges. It means that we have skills shortages in key areas. You know, we all want to build more more homes. We are building more homes, but we, we can't just talk about building homes. We need actual people to build them. Yeah. Um, and then secondly, I do think there's a mental health challenge where we put so much pressure on young people to convince them that this it's this way or the highway in terms of third level uh, options. Now, I think we've made a, a good bit of progress. The apprenticeship numbers would indicate that. Um, we're about a year ahead of our targets in terms of apprentice numbers. We have seen, as I say, a significant increase this year. We've changed the CAO website to make sure students are hearing about apprenticeships. We've brought in degree programmes outside of the points system. Um, but, you, but quite frankly, you can't do enough in this area. And we need to be restless to keep on doing more because more people studying construction means more houses. You know, more people studying medicine uh, means better access to healthcare. So we've got to really, really focus on okay. these areas. And that's why it's an important bulletin. Uh, two quick questions, uh, Minister, before we let you go. Um, you may have been reading in the papers today the Sinn Féin uh, TD for Dublin Bay South, Chris Andrews has lodged defamation proceedings in the High Court against not just the Irish Times, but also its political correspondent, uh, Harry McGee. Uh, this is in relation to uh, a piece written by Harry McGee and published in the Irish Times uh, uh, concerning the, Irish, the Sinn Féin response to the Hamas attack in Israel. Your, your reaction to this, because there has been a number of defamation cases taken by Sinn Féin figures uh, against the media of late. Well, I guess my first reaction, Shane, is you and I better be careful what we say or they'll sue us. I mean, I think this is a chilling and nasty action being taken uh, by a member of the Oireachtas against a very well-renowned and respected uh, political correspondent for many, many years. The idea of, of course, people have a right to go to court, and I'm not in any way cutting across people's democratic rights to access our courts. I know that all, all I know that all too well, but I also know the chilling effect. I think it does show the importance, um, and I'm not talking in any way, shape or form about the specific case, but I think it does show the important work being done by government and my colleague, the Minister for Justice, around defamation reform. And we're very eager as a government to publish this legislation as well, because we live in a country where we're very proud of a free and robust media. Um, and free and robust political exchanges. I'm, I have many views on the, on, the, on the actual specifics, which I'm not going to get into because it may be before the courts, but I think it's highly regrettable. I think it's chilling and I think it's personally nasty. Uh, and very finally... And don't sue me, please, Sinn Féin. Yeah. <laughs> very uh, finally, uh, I don't know if you've had time, I know you're busy, but to follow the events of the COVID inquiry over in the UK, quite extraordinary things coming out, uh, which actually, uh, so I think, makes us think that we actually did things pretty well here in comparison. But no sign of a COVID inquiry here at all. And I, I think people would say the lessons need to be learned, not so much about hauling people up or anything like that, but maybe le- learning the lessons. Is there any sign of a COVID inquiry coming? No, there is indeed. And it's my understanding that the terms of reference will come to government this year. They'll come to government very shortly, perhaps in the next couple of weeks. Um, I do think there's real benefit in looking back and having lessons learned because I am proud of the work of people um, throughout the public service and throughout the health system. And I'm proud of the, the Irish people, quite frankly, during COVID. But I'm also absolutely certain that this won't be the last pandemic we deal with. I'm also absolutely certain that not everything was gotten correct, I, though I believe everyone acted in you know, yeah. the best they could at the time with the information they had. Sure. And it would be foolhardy, it would be absolutely foolhardy not to seek expert input into how Ireland can be even better prepared for the next pandemic. And government's very committed to that and we intend to consider the terms of reference very shortly. Minister for Further and Higher Education, Simon Harris, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.